Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. And Lord, we don't take it for granted. Somebody lift your hands and begin to thank God. Begin to thank God for his goodness. Begin to thank him for his love, for being patient with us. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Oh yes, there is no one like you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you glory. Oh yes, you deserve all the praise, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Makabarababa. Yimorobo sota andeka. Oh yes, Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ayando, ayande, liando, suta, bande. Glory, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. We give you glory, we give you glory, we give you glory. Somebody lift your hands and begin to give him all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. You deserve the glory, you deserve the honor. We worship you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. John chapter 15 verse number 16 the bible says he have not chosen me but i have chosen you and ordained you tell somebody i'm ordained by god tell somebody god has chosen me even though you did not choose me god has chosen me hallelujah tell the person i mean it Tell the person it doesn't matter anymore. If God has chosen me, I am content. Tell the person God has ordained me, and I'm happy about that. Hallelujah. So what are you going to do? He said, "Ye have not chosen me, but I have what chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring what." you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatsoever you shall ask of the father in my name he may give it you hallelujah so god has chosen us he has ordained us and he said we should go and bring forth fruits hallelujah this is one of the reasons why many prayers are not answered if you want to have answered prayers one of the things you need to do is to bear fruits is to win souls hallelujah yeah it's a condition it's a condition for an answered prayer that makes the difference between those who call on god and there is instant and immediate answer and those who pray for years before they see answers hallelujah Amen. Amen. So I want us to pray. I want us to pray for some 
few minutes. I want you to pray for yourself. Next week, by the grace of God, is our Jesus Soling Sunday. Hallelujah. Yeah, next Sunday like this, we are bringing our family, our workmates, our friends, our old schoolmates. We are inviting all of them. Let God touch your heart. Hallelujah. And there's a blessing in it. I want you to lift your hands and lift your voice and pray to God. Oh Lord, help me. Help me to go forth and bring souls. Help me to go out there. Tie the hearts. Help me. Tell the Lord, don't you care that I've been a Christian all this while. There's nobody in church that I am the reason. There's nobody who is going to heaven because of me. But your word declares that you chose me and you ordained me that I should go and bring forth fruits. And my fruit should not backslide, but should remain in you. And when that happens, I will have answers to my prayers. Lift your voice and lift your hands. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, oh Lord, Manshanta, Liando, Riande. Lord, this morning we lift our hands and we lift our voices. We pray, oh God, for your help and we pray for your grace. We pray for your help and we pray for your grace. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, uh, to fulfill your mandate. You have chosen us. Oh, yes, Lord, and ordain us that we should go and bring forth fruits. And that when our fruit remain, whatever we will ask of the Father in your name, Jesus, oh, it shall be given unto us. Somebody lift your voice and call on God. Say, Lord, I need your help. Help me to be a soul winner. Help me to be a soul winner. May people go to heaven because of me. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We call on you for your help, Lord. We call on you for your leading. Lord, lead me to the people you are saving. Help me to bring souls into the kingdom. May I be a soul winner so my prayers will be answered. Oh, may I fulfill this condition for answered prayer. It's a condition for answers. It's a condition for answered prayer. Lord, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord, we thank you. We bless you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be so winners so we can have all our prayers answered. In Jesus' mighty name. And all shall shout and say, Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. All right. Okay. We have our own Madam X who will be coming at the end at a point. Hallelujah. All right. But before you take your offering, you give your tithes. I want you to be guided by the word of God. Hallelujah. You need to miss your giving with faith so that it will profit you. Bible said those people who the gospel, the word of God did not profit. They received the preaching just as other people received it. But it did not profit them because they did not mix it with faith. They did it as a ritual. They gave the offering just like, oh, it's time to give an offering. So they gave it. There was no faith. There, there, there was nothing behind their action. So they did not benefit from their 
uh, giving or what they had. Hallelujah. But this morning, may you stir up your faith as you give. Amen. So turn your Bibles with me to Isaiah chapter 1, verse number 19. We will read a couple of scriptures and we'll pray and God will bless our offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Isaiah chapter 1, verse number 19. What does the Bible say? It says, If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. Amen. If you will be, if you, you only obey me, you will have plenty to eat. Okay, that's what uh, the NLT says. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. So my little exhortation to you this morning is how to eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. Do you know that even in the poorest, what was the poorest country in the world? What was the poorest country in the world? Benin is one of them, but it's not the poorest. Malawi is also coming along. What about Haiti? What was the poorest? Even in the poorest country in the world, there are rich and millionaires over there. Did, did, did you know that? That the poorest country in the world has rich people. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you don't need to condemn yourself to the, to, to the poor. Bible says that there is a way to eat the good of the land. I see you eating the good of the land. I said I see you eating the good of the land. No matter the situation and no matter what is happening, there are people who are not affected. They will say it is difficult. The economy is difficult. The thing hey, is hard. But there are people, they don't feel the hardness. They don't feel the difficulty. Everything is soft and easy and nice. So when you say it is hard, they don't even understand what you are saying. That shall be your story. I said, that shall be your story. Don't be deceived. And you need to understand. Don't agree. Don't agree. You see, when your mind does not pick certain things, it is difficult for you to even enjoy it. You need, the, the, the eyes cannot see what the mind does not know. Can I say that again? The eyes cannot see what the mind does not know. So if you don't know God, you don't know what God is. When you see God, the mind must know God before the eyes can identify. Are you there? So you can be in a situation that says, oh, it is difficult. No. It is very soft and easy and nice for some people. Hallelujah. Are you here? So how to eat? How do we eat the good of the land? How do we eat the good of the land? In every situation, even when you go to, I don't know, the township, there are rich people in the township. If you go anywhere you go, there are people who are not affected by what is going on. May that be your portion. I say, may that reserve place be your portion. In the name of Jesus. 
God asked Elijah to dry, to command and to prophesy and dry the brook Cherith. And as a dried up, God commanded a widow. Everybody was struggling, but God had commanded a widow and ravens to feed him. So what was happening was general, but it was not being affected. Hallelujah. And how do you eat the good of the land? Bible says, if you are what? Willing and obedient. Tell somebody, I am willing. And I am obedient. You know, the reason why sometimes you're offering your tithe does not bring you the desired result. Is that you give it, but not willingly. You are going to give anyway. So why don't you give it willingly? Am I talking to anyone? Let me talk to wives now. Wives. Wives, are you here? You are going to do whatever your husband is asking. So why don't you add a smile? Why are you doing it gradually? Why are you cooking with your face squeezed? Why are you serving with your face squeezed? you are going to do it. So why don't you add a smile? So that it will be a blessing. Bible says God loves what a cheerful giver. May you add cheerfulness. You are giving already. So why don't you smile with the giving? The thing is going away. But instead of you losing it without a blessing, you can just add a smile to it. And a blessing will come. I see you eating the good of the land. Amen. You see, sometimes you're obeying. Your mother has said something you are doing, but you are doing. You are crying and doing it. So it doesn't add a certain blessing. You should have just gone to the kitchen and mob with smiling. <laughs> then your mom will say, that, Oh, look at my daughter. But you are going to do the thing crying at the kitchen. Oh! You are sweeping, but you are complaining as you sweep. So it does not add a certain blessing. Tell somebody, I'm willing. You see, some people are obedient, but they are not willing. And therefore, they don't eat the good of the land. Say, if you are willing and obedient, then you eat the good of the land. In other words, obedience alone does not deliver the promise. Because some of us, we obey reluctantly. You become an unwilling prisoner. <laughs> and husbands are like. Yeah. You can see sometimes husbands are driving. They have squeezed their face behind the steer. You are driving. You are taking the person around. So I smile. The tension in the car is too much now. Because they are taking you to shopping and you are not ready to go for day shopping. See the kind of shopping that they don't buy anything. Window shopping. Hey. You go around and you see that you are tired. 
and you are following your, your, your wife like a prisoner. It's like, <laughs> Buti, you have already ended up in the mall. Smile! Smile and go! And ask some smile. You see that it will be a blessing. Hallelujah. But the way you are following your wife like, <laughs> you are sentenced into something it doesn't add a blessing. Hallelujah. So quickly, Turn your Bibles with me to Exodus chapter 11. I'm trying. Exodus chapter 11. Quickly, quickly. Exodus. Movement of God's people. Okay. Exodus chapter 11. I'm reading from verse number 1. Bible says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Yet I will bring one plague more upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. Afterwards, he will let you go. Hence, when he shall let you go, he shall surely trust you out. Hence, all together. Verse number two. Speak now in the ears of the people and let every man borrow of his neighbor and every woman of her neighbor jewels of what? Silver and jewels of Gold, And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of Pharaoh's servants, and in the sight of the people. Hallelujah. And Moses said, Thus says the Lord, about midnight I will go out into the midst of Egypt. Hallelujah. And all the firstborns in the land of Egypt shall die from the firstborn of Pharaoh that seated upon the throne, even unto the firstborn of the maid servant that is behind the mill, and all the firstborn of beasts. Hallelujah. And there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as there was none like it, nor shall be like it any more. Hallelujah. So, the, God says that, look, I'm going to do something. I'm going to give you favor before your neighbors, before your bosses, before your managers, before your employers, and they are going to be kind to you. They are going to promote you, give you more than you deserve. Turn your Bibles now to Exodus chapter 25. How to eat the good of the land. I see you eating the good of the land. Are you in Ezra chapter 25? Okay. If you are there, say amen. If you are not there, say wait for me. Okay. Verse number one. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Do you remember the Lord spoke unto Moses first, and he told him, Tell the people to go and borrow. Jewels of silver, jewels of gold, different things. And God said, I'm going to give you favor before your bosses, and they will give it to you. Now, God comes here in chapter 25. After he had done that, then he tells Moses, he said, And the Lord speak unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they bring me an what? Offering. Of every man that giveth a thought willingly 
with his heart, ye shall take my offering. And this is the offering which ye shall take of them, gold, silver, and brass, and blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine linen, and goat's hair, and ram skin dyed red, and badger's skin, and shitting wood, oil for light, spices for anointing oil, and of sweet incense, honest stone and stones to be set in the effort and in the breastplate. Hallelujah. Verse number eight. Can we read it together? One go. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. Hallelujah. Can we take the number eight again? And let them make me what? A sanctuary that I may dwell among them. How to eat the good of the land. You know, God had a purpose. When God is blessing you and promoting the favor that God gave the people of Israel before the Egyptians, before Pharaoh, to give them jewels of gold, jewels of silver, and of different uh, things. God had intention. Hallelujah. You see, so when they came out of Egypt and they were now on their own, God now asked them, he said, look, even though I have given the people employment, I've given them job. I have prospered them. Go and tell them that they should give me an offering of the things that I have provided for them. The favor that has caused them to have jewels of gold, jewels of silver, and all the other things. Go and tell them. But don't let anybody give grudgingly. He said they should give as many. Take offering from the people, every man, if they will give what? Willingly. And this is where people lose out. God, God doesn't insist and force people to give. He is the reason behind what you have. Yet, he says give willingly. If you are not willing to give, keep it. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about how to eat the good of the land. Whatever is in our possession, whatever we have, it has come through the provision of God. And yet, he does not insist and demand. He says, give willingly. And that is why many people miss out. Hallelujah. Because God is not like a, a, a tax master. And he gives you and you will have to give your tithe. And you will have to give your offering. You need to decide whether you give or not. He said, look. And sometimes the, the, the inability to know that it is difficult for a main servant to have your boss's gold and jewels. But God said, look, let them go and ask for it. I will give them favor. And the favor will cause them to have gold and silver and all this. And they will not, they will not uh, uh, leave Egypt empty. They will leave loaded with gold and with silver. But as God was doing all this, the people did not know that God had an intention, that he means to build his house. He said that I may, the, the, the offering that you are going to take, they should build a sanctuary for me. I want to also dwell among you. Hallelujah. Amen. And sometimes we, the Christians, we are the ones who don't even care about the church of God. 
about crusade, about whatever God wants to do. Meanwhile, you are the reason, the job, you are the reason God is causing, is sucking somebody to put you there. God is providing, yeah, it's, I will give you favor. People are disappointed and put you there. You, um, you, you, you apply, you are taking. All this that God does for us, there is a purpose. There is a reason. Hallelujah. Because he wants to build. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. God says that, let, let's see the verse number two. The verse number two. I like it. It says, speak unto the children of Israel that they, what? Bring me an offering of every man that giveth it, what? Willingly. You know, if you were God, you may think that, but I gave you the favor. I gave you the favor for the God to be there. I gave you the employment. I gave you the talent. I caused you to pass your exams as others were. So I need this. Or he could have said that let's do an agreement before I even give you the favor. Are you willing to give half of whatever they are going to? But God did not say anything. He said, just go. I will give you the favor. God has trusted us. Amen. Amen. He's trusted that he did not put any preconditions for blessing us. There were no preconditions for employment. There were no preconditions for your bursary. There were no preconditions for intention. He's blessed you. He's trusted you with so much. He said, then turn around and give willingly. And sometimes we fail the test. And because of that, we are not able to eat the good of the land. That is, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. When you continue, you notice that you cannot outgive God. When you give to God, you show your faithfulness. That he that is faithful with little will be faithful with much. Hallelujah. I see you passing every test. I see you giving to God willingly. Yeah, you will pay the tithe, but pay it willingly. You will give the offering, but give it joyfully so that it will bring a blessing. There is no blessing in gradually doing something. Hallelujah. So this morning, as you are about to give your tithe, you are about to give your offering, I just don't want you to give it. Give it happily, joyfully, for God loves what? A cheerful giver. Are you cheerful to give? Are you happy giving? Yes. Yeah, add smile to the giving. Be, be joyful as you give. Don't give as though you are, they are doing a tooth extraction without anesthesia. Some of us, when we are giving, it is as though they are removing, I mean, our wisdom tooth with, with, with pliers. It's like they are pulling you. You give gradually. But this morning, I want us to give. Hallelujah. We are going to obey God willingly, and the blessings of giving will be our portion in the name of Jesus. So take your offering, take your tithe, take your seed, anything that God has laid on your heart, and do it willingly. Normally, you give 100, give 200. Multiply whatever you are giving and do it willingly, happily. Not that 
now that it's time for you to give, you want to do your quiet time in church at this time. No. Give it willingly. You take your phone and it's like you've forgotten your pass, password. No. Give it willingly, happily. Amen. Amen. Are you ready? Okay, so let's pray over it. Take it willingly, happily, with smile. Give with smiling. Yeah, give smiling. Aha. Aha. I can see some three people. Very good. Yeah. Willingly giving. Sometimes when you are pastor, you are taking off and you want to just move quickly. Because you look at people's faces, you notice that no, 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 no. One pastor said, this is the part of my job that I don't like. When it comes, I want to preach and make people happy. When it comes to taking offering, I don't like it. Hallelujah. But if you can add willingness, smile, I think that I would like taking offering. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Lift it with your phone. That's our account number. Send it straight. Use your cell phone number and your name as the reference, okay? And if you want to do uh, e-wallet, the number there, the cell phone number there, you can use it for e-wallet or email or whatever you want to as we pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the opportunity to eat the good of the land. Thank you. Thank you for showing us that even though you have provided for us, but you allow us to decide whether we will give or not, it is not by force. You are not insisting, but Lord, out of what you have given us, we are willing to obey. We are giving joyfully. Oh, yes, Lord, cheerfully, knowing that it is more blessed to give than to receive. And of all you have given us, we give this in honor, in appreciation, and to say thank you for providing for us. Let your blessings, let your favor, let your grace multiply over us. That even as we've been faithful with the little, may much be committed unto our hands. I pray for abundance. I pray for financial prosperity. I pray and release your blessing over your sons and daughters. And Lord. Let it be said of us that the Lord has blessed us. The Lord has promoted us. He has increased us. That it is evident for all to see. We give you all the glory and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You are welcome to Lighthouse Chapel International, South Africa. Amen. Cape Town. Amen. What a wonderful church. Just turn to your neighbor and say, you are welcome. Okay. Last week, our pastor preached on how to become a strong Christian. And he touched on reasons why you must become strong. And one of the reasons was to overcome the wicked one. And he gave us a, a homework if you were here. He said that you must go and look in your area that you stay that look at the principal that is in that area, that is in charge of that area. The reason, some of the reason of some wayness that you've been doing and all that you've been feeling, 
It's because of that principle. Hallelujah. And I believe today you are in for a good time. You are in for a well. With Jesus' joy, somebody rise to your feet. Rise to your feet with a hand clap and a shout offering. Let us welcome Bishop Napoleon Essien. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Everybody lift your hands. We give you glory. We give you honor for the opportunity to be where you are and Lord to receive from you. We don't take it for granted, Lord. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your loving kindness that has found us and brought us to where we stand. Lord, let your will be done, oh God. And above all, let your word be written upon the tables of our hearts. May we be changed by the reason of your word. May we not be the same. Lord, help us. Help us to understand with our hearts. Deliver us from every form of confusion, sickness, pain, anxiety, and the reason for which we have come to call on you. Please help us in Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Please be seated in heavenly places. Well, what a blessing. It's a blessing for us to be together once again. Amen. And last week, we began sharing from all this important book, How You Can Become a Strong Christian. Hallelujah. How many wants to become strong Christians? Maybe the question should be, how many are Christians? <laughs> how many are Christians to start with? Because coming to church doesn't make you a Christian. Yeah. Just as when you go to stand in a garage and you say, I'm a BMW. You will not be a car. If coming to church makes you a Christian, then the prophet is a better Christian. Are you here? Yeah, so you need to be a Christian. And when you are a Christian, you then need to know that, look, it is not just good to be a Christian, but you need to become a strong Christian. Is that not it? Yeah. And after even understanding, you need to also know what it means to be a strong Christian. Are you here? Yeah, you need to understand what it means. Because when, when you say you are a strong Christian, maybe it's because you pray for three hours. But is that the meaning? Is that the meaning of a strong Christian? When they say, you know that in uh, athletics, those who are uh, uh, sprinting, they, they have a cutoff before you can go to the Olympics. Okay? You, the, 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 your time must be 
in a certain bracket. If you don't get that, you don't qualify to be in there. Do, do you understand? It's not like you cannot run. But where we are getting to a certain, if you are making like 14, and no, that one, you just be around. You need to be, I, I don't know what the limit is now. Who can help me? To qualify as a sprinter for the Olympics, to participate in the 100 meters, there's a time that you need to. You get it? You cannot go and say you run 14 seconds. No, you said that, you know, go and run with the ladies. Go and join some group. But if you are going to be in the, the Olympics team to qualify, you need to make a certain time. Are you getting it? So even those who are running, there's something. So before you even know whether you are strong or you need to understand what, what when we say that somebody is strong, what does it mean? Does it mean the person comes to church every Sunday of the year? Or the person can pray, or the person, you, you get it? Yeah. But before that, before we, we get to know what makes you a strong, what determines who is a strong Christian, and who is not a strong Christian, we began by understanding or learning that it is good for you to be strong. Okay? Yeah, why? Why you must strengthen yourself? Tell somebody why I must strengthen myself. I need to be strong. Okay, so that one is for everyone. Then when you are strong, then you begin to find, am I considered? Now I'm, am I? Then you begin to learn. So if you are not strong to start with, then it means you can't even begin. Are you there? Yes. You need to be beautiful before you think of contesting for a pageant. Hey. I'm preaching. Hey. It's just like we, they are having a beauty pageant, Okay. Ladies' beauty pageant. You need to be a lady to qualify. Do you understand? Being a lady is the first step. Now that you are a lady, then we will look at the other things. So if you are not a lady, you don't even start. Are you there? Yeah, you may be of a certain height. You want to go to the army. You, you need to get a certain... <laughs> Height, you get it. Yeah, then they will continue from there. Okay, now that you make the height, let's look at other things. You get it. But when you don't make the height, you notice that all the other things will not even come. All the other things, they wouldn't even ask whether you are deformed in any part of your body, whether you can wear a boot for 24 hours. All those things, you did not make the height, so they don't proceed. How many understand what I'm talking about? So now we are looking at why. Tell somebody, I want to know why I should strengthen myself. Hallelujah. So six reasons why you must strengthen yourself. And our foundation scripture is found in Ephesians chapter 6. Reading from verse number 10, the Bible says, Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God, that he may be able to what? Stand against the wiles 
of the devil. For we wrestle. So he's giving you reason why you must be strong. Hello? He's giving you reasons why you must be strong. He said, because we are wrestling, whether you know it or yes, we are wrestling not against what? Flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand in the evil day. Then he begins to talk. Stand therefore, then, wherefore, yeah, stand therefore, having your loins girls. Now he begins to tell you what you need to do in order to be strong. Hallelujah. But the first thing we over, we overhear him saying is that, look, we are wrestling. You know, wrestling is different from boxing. You cannot, you cannot wrestle without the person touching you. It's like you are in constant touch with the person. It's either you are going down or... How many have seen that your Christian life, your walk with... It's like one, one moment you are going down, another day you are wrestling. You win some, you lose some. Some of them are tired. You don't know. We are wrestling against principalities. Some days you win. Some days you lose. Other days you notice that you are, you've been given a knockout round one. You can't even believe what happened to you. Ah, but me of all people, what happened? Hallelujah. So the Bible says that, you know, this was the last chapter of Ephesians. And he had written, he had written so many things. In Ephesians chapter 2, he said, look, there's somebody called the, the prince of the power of the air. It influences and it begins to, he spoke at length. Ephesians chapter 2, he talks about, uh, I mean, we are saved by grace, not of ourselves, but it is the gift of God. And, but when he was ending, they said, you know, let me tell you, finally, <laughs> in conclusion, executive summary, in conclusion, I want you to know this. Finally, brethren, be strong. In the Lord and in the power of his might. Because there is, I mean, four different categories. And you see, many people think that this thing, it is, I mean, principalities, powers, um, rulers of darkness, of this world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. Many people think that it is like the same uh, things, Okay. Many people think, oh, it's like Toyota, mm, Corolla, uh, uh, Corolla, then this one is Yaris. Uh, no, 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 it is different. It's different things altogether. They are different. They are different. One is like uh, uh, a saloon car. One is like articulator. One is like an amphibious ship or a ship, and the other is like a plane. Are you getting it? Yeah, it's just like bacteria, virus, pest. Different, they are not the same. Different, different. So you cannot, even the way you kill a pig, 
is different from how you kill a goat. If you can kill a goat and you say that, oh, because you know how to kill a goat, you can kill a pig, you are joking. You are joking. A, a pig is not a goat. A pig is not a chicken. You can, you can rest. So you need to know that a principality is different from that one. It's different from a power. Power is powerful. Yeah. Yeah, powers are powerful. I'm telling you. you the, the powers come against your will. What you would like to do, you will not be able to do. That is power. That is power. You say, ah, but I said I won't tell lies again. I said I have broken up with this guy. Where am I doing this? Power overpowers your will. You do what you don't want to do. You do what you don't want to do. Are you here? Yeah. And principalities, the principality, they are like east. Those of you who cook. How many understand what the east does in the dough? Unseen, but very powerful. Causing the dough to be agitated. Principality, they set the rules. They set the traps and they have moved as though they don't exist. You are in the society. You don't even know what is happening. But the rules are there for you to become. You don't see them. It's something that you are fighting that you don't see. <laughs> That's why the Bible said that be strong. If you are not strong, before you notice, you are conformed to whatever. You can be first class. You can be very bright. You become just like anyone else become in your, in, in your area. Yeah. Are you there? Yes. Yeah. And powers. Powers. That one is, 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 is wonderful. And, and it's open. You go to town. You notice that people are selling rings. They are giving leaflets. That's why you can see Malam, Isa, uh, Muhammad. This, this something. Somebody who has not been to school, he's not read the law, he cannot read, but he can sit in his room, cross his leg, and give you a verdict of a case that lawyers are deciding. Then you notice that somebody who has not done law, who has not been called to the bar, he doesn't even know where the court is. But he can sit in his room and cross his leg. And the judge, no matter what the case is, change the verdict of the case that you are free. That is power. Yeah, that is power. That is why in Luke chapter 10 verse number 19, he said, and behold, I give you power against the powers. I give you power against what? The powers. If you're a Christian, you need to be strong because God is giving you power against what? Powers. There are powers. Don't think that there is nothing. And the most amazing powers are leaves. They are leaves that they send. They combine. It will come for you. If you are not strong, some people, some of your mates in your class, you don't know, they have concussion, they bath. They have water. You know, when we were in school, 
when we were in school, it was said that one of our mates, when he look at your face, whatever you've gone to learn, he transfers. Hey! Hey! I tell you, when we go and learn, and we are going to say, do you hear the, he's coming. See, the people are running away. No, I'm telling you, they said when the guy look at you, you transfer what you've learned. Whether it was true or you know, students are sometimes. <laughs> Some people will be going to class, they have special water, then they will use on their. You, you don't know. Powers. That is why your father has left home. He will come back when he is sick. Yeah, when he's sick and about to die, then he come back. You see that? I'm telling you. So if you are not a good Christian, you don't even understand. One lady told me, said, Pastor, we were in class. The lady was in uh, UCT. I almost mentioned her name. <laughs> she told me, said, we were in class, and there was this naughty guy, very bad, notorious. Nobody likes the guy. Because he's very insolent. We will be speaking against lecturers and all that. He said, the guy stood up in class and he said, oh, I, I love you. The lady said, she got angry, said, over my dead body. He said, Pastor, the next thing I noticed that I have been in a relationship with this guy for six years. I don't know why I am staying with I don't like the guy. be there. You'll be there and don't be strong. You'll be there. You see people are going, going to take things and they are calling your name. And you are being locked in a padlock. That is powers. Powers against your will. So sometimes you see somebody rises up, he does something, then after that he sits down and he's crying. He doesn't even know why he's done what he's doing. Have you seen somebody who has stabbed somebody, then he's sitting down crying, that, ah, why did I do when the power takes over? Are you here? That is why you need to be strong. If you are not strong as a Christian, you don't even know the next thing that you are about to do. But there are entities, there are principalities, there are powers, there are uh, rulers of darkness. That comes every night. Can you imagine that every night as you are going to, uh, as the darkness comes, they release an army of evil just to come to see who they can cause you to either uh, fornicate, to drink, to steal. Every, every night a lot of sin is committed. Not because they want to commit sin, but there's rulers of darkness. Are you there? Then we have the last category, spiritual wickedness. Spiritual wickedness in high places. In high places. Are you there? So you cannot. That's what Paul said, that because of these things, you need to be strong so that you'll be able to stand against their deception against their whiles. The whiles, the word whiles in the Greek word is metodeasis. Metodeasis, that is to say their schemes, their strategy, their methods, their ploy. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
the, 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 the plans that you'll be able to stand against the methods, against the strategy, against the plans, against the schemes that the enemy is bringing against you. Because the enemy does not work in one-step logic. It is a, a very unskilled thief that comes straight. He wants to steal. This, he comes straight to take it. Everybody will follow you. But when the devil wants to steal this, you will be surprised that you can cost a fire in the opposite building. There will be fire. You see that you, everybody will go. So you may think that the reason for the fire is for us to move here so that. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even know why you are angry with your pastor. It's to cause you to backslide. Sometimes you don't know why somebody is offending you. Schemes. Schemes. Strategy. The devil uses sometimes 17-step logic. It's not just one-step logic. 17-step logic. He wants you to leave church, but he will let you cough. Or on your birthday, they forgot to wish you happy birthday. Do, do you understand? <laughs> yeah. Or you were four going into a car, and three went in the car, and the owner said, oh, it's okay, my car cannot take four. <laughs> The, the, the scheme, the strategy. I'm talking about methodia as so the scheme. And the devil will not come and tell that I want you to backslide. That, that, that. No, 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 no. It's working. Already they did not wish you happy birthday. And they, there was no room for you in the car. And you were the best dressed person doing the International Sunday. But they did not give it to you. So when you add it, when you add the thing, you know, no, 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 I, I'm not alive. Let me go to my mother's church. <laughs> that you will be able to stand against the wiles, the method, the strategies. So the first um, reason that we saw why you must strengthen yourself is that strengthen yourself so that you can overcome the wicked one. Hallelujah. Amen. I see you overcoming the wicked one. Amen. In 1 John chapter 2, verse number 14, the Bible says, I have written unto you, fathers, because ye have known him. That is from the beginning. And I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abided in you. And ye have, what? Overcome the wicked one. So you only overcome the wicked one when you are strong. And the only way to be strong is when the word of God is forth, abiding in you. Now, many of us, you know, the devil doesn't, doesn't mind you reading the Bible. The de devil doesn't mind you buying, I mean, nice Bibles. Diggs and Thompson Chain and you know, Concordance, he doesn't mind at all. The devil doesn't mind having enough money to buy food. You know, the nutrient in a food, okay, becomes available to you only when digestion has taken place. So when you eat food, when you chew, you chew and you have not swallowed it, the devil doesn't mind. 
giving you all there is. You can read the Bible as far as you've not practiced, you've not digested, you wouldn't benefit from the nutrients. How many understand what I'm talking about? So when the Bible said you are strong because the word of God abided in you, it's you practicing the word of God that makes you strong. That's why the devil himself called the scriptures. He doesn't do it. That's why when you see people who have backslidden, they quote the scriptures a lot. So knowing the word of God does not change. It is your obedience. You see, when you begin, it's like you, you've beaten a meat, a cheese, whatever. You've chewed and chewed, but you don't swallow it. It's not going to benefit you. How many understand what I'm talking about? The only time you will get the nutrients in the food you are chewing is when you swallow. So the Bible that you are reading that you are not doing, it does not help you. The only time you begin to feel this, you cannot be strong. You will not have energy to be strong when you chew something and you don't swallow. Because the nutrient in the food is not available to you. How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. So he said, ye, I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abided in you and you have overcome the wicked one. For the word of God to abide in you, for you to be strong, you need to digest. You need to practice it. Forgive, you need to forgive. Pray, you need to pray. Hallelujah. Whatever the word says, you need, that's how you become strong. You don't become strong by, I mean, having uh, uh, food in plate all over. The food on the plate doesn't make you strong. It is only when that food has been consumed and the nutrient in the food is now available to you. How many understand what I'm talking about? Okay, so I see the word of God abiding in you. I see you taking the word of God very serious. That is why... The devil doesn't allow many of us to have our quiet time. But I see you having your quiet time. Number two, the second one is you must strengthen yourself in the Lord because your enemy is planning to attack you again. Do you remember? Yeah. Whatever you have been freed from, whatever you have stopped doing, any wicked act, any sinful act, don't think that it is over. You need to strengthen yourself because your enemy is planning to attack you again. Hallelujah. That is why you need to be strong. Number three, today, number three, strengthen yourself so that you can run your race properly. Strengthen yourself so that you can run your race properly. In Psalm 19, verse number four and five. What does the Bible says? Their line is gone out through all the earth, and their weights to the end of the world. In them has he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. Hallelujah. It says, he's coming out from his chamber, rejoicing as what? A strong man to run a race. So it takes strength 
to run a race. It takes strength to run a race. Whatever God has called you to do, you cannot do it until you are strong. Even to be employed in any capacity, they will let you do your medicals. Because you cannot work when you are not strong and you are weak and you are sick. That's why they will say that bring your, go and do all these tests. We want to see whether you are strong to continue working. How many did something like that before you were employed? Yeah, they have the job for you, but they want to see whether you are strong. Amen. Amen. Jesus told us when we pray, we should pray that the will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven. Whatever God has called you to do, whatever God has called you to become, you cannot become it unless you are strong. Because there are things that are going to prevent you from becoming what God wants you to become. Even Jesus, the son of God, when he came, he knew. Look, Peter said he shouldn't die. And he rebuked him. He said, Satan, get thee behind me. At a point, he himself was praying the Lord, if it is possible, let this car pass from me. There are beings, there are entities that can push you away from becoming what you want to become. Many of us, we have already changed our childhood dreams. You had a fantastic dream when you were young. You wanted to become a lawyer, wanted to become a doctor, an architect, a nurse. But as you are growing, you notice that you are giving up on your own dreams. Because you are not strong enough to do what you want to do. You can see that you are, it takes a certain strength to become. How many understand what I'm talking about? That you, you thought that you were going to become this. Then you gave up, okay, let me change it. Then you are changing it. You are changing. Before you notice, instead of becoming a, a doctor, you are now a carpenter. Before you know, instead of becoming a nurse, you are now a, 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 a mason. You, 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 you don't even understand. But it takes strength to become what God wants you to be. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, and the Bible says that there is race that is set for us. That is why when you look, you know, when you see the athletes, even the ladies, have you seen the Olympics uh, game? Even the ladies, they look muscular. Because it takes strength to run the race. If, if I call Eddie, Eddie come. He's a guy, but if he runs with the ladies, the ladies will win. Because the ladies have been exercising. They have developed strength to run. If I call after comfort, I'm sure they will. <laughs> Even though you are a guy, you cannot run with the ladies who have strengthened themselves. Hallelujah. Because they know they have to run a race. They have strengthened themselves. You see a lady, the breast has become chest. The, yeah, the, the breast is gone. It has become a muzzle. You can shake the breast like that. You can see that everything is dried. It's strengthening itself. It doesn't have anything. And this, even though they are guys, oh, he can leave them 50 meters. They will be behind. So even them, for them to run the race, hello, you see that they strengthen themselves. They strength every morning. They are running. They are running. Some of them can run 10 seconds, 100 meters. Yeah, you, you do 100 meters 10, with a car. It's a car that you will use. 
But for you, even to wake up, two seconds will be gone. Some guys, when we say, on your marks, go to strength. I mean, to wake up and you know that two seconds is gone. But you can see that the ladies. So it takes strength to run your race. Hallelujah. Whatever God has called you to do, don't think that you can do it just by, no, you need strength. You need to strengthen yourself. Hallelujah. In Hebrews chapter 12, Bible says, wherefore sin, thank you. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number uh, one, Bible says, wherefore sin that we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness. Hallelujah. Let us what? Lay aside every weight and sin that so easily beset us. And let run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the altar and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Bible said there is a race that is set before us. There is a race that is set before us. And we need to run this race looking unto Jesus. We need to strengthen ourselves. How did Jesus run his race? Before he started, he went to fast 40 days and 40 nights. You have not even fasted one day. Jesus read the Bible. He did the word of God. He was in the temple reasoning and, and questioning with the scribes and the Pharisees. When he took the Bible, he could find Isaiah chapter 61. He was able to say that the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Jesus, Bible said, looking unto Jesus. So if we were to look unto Jesus, how did he run? He was able to strengthen himself. Somebody that before he started preaching, he had to fast for 40 days and 40 nights. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah, you need to strengthen yourself in order for you to run the race. You can see, and often sometimes you know what you want to do, but sometimes you don't have what it takes for you to do because you are not strong. How many, sometimes you you know what you want to do, but somehow you are not able to do it. Yeah, It it is the case. If you are not strong, you notice that this is what I need to become, but you can watch painfully you don't become it because you need strength. It takes strength for you to become that person that God has called you to be. It takes strength for you to become that lady pastor. It takes strength for you to become whatever, even your professional work, even the academic work, even your, pro- whatever you want to become, I'm telling you. One lady was telling me that, pastor, the, the, the mooties that people are using at the workplace is too much. I said, mooties for what? They said, you don't understand. This lady was a singer, opera singer. He said, the, the amount of mutis and things that happen, it, 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 you can't understand. People are wearing things there. I said, why? He said, hey, everybody wants to become. So they are using mutis and other things against themselves. He said, you can take the microphone and you forget what you have uh, learned. <laughs> are you there? Yeah. So you need to strengthen yourself if you are going to run your race. Hallelujah. God has set before you a race. 
I said, God has said before you a race. Let's run the race of life. Let's finish what God has called us to do. Amen. Amen. You know, some of us, there are good intentions. There's so many things you would like to do, but you lack the strength. You don't have what it takes. I wish I can share uh, 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 a vision with you. One day I saw one, one lady, one of our uh, lady pastors. I saw her pregnant in the spirit. And she has to deliver. And, and the Lord told me, look, she is ready to deliver, but there's no strength. She can't deliver. Yeah, she was very pregnant, ready to deliver, but there's no strength. I said, why? He said, yeah. She's about to kill the unborn baby. She will have stillbirth. So when I woke up, I told her, that, hey, Sissy, you are pregnant. There is a wonderful, beautiful ministry that you are about to give birth to. God has given you a nice ministry. God has given you wonderful ministry. I saw it in the spirit. You are about to give birth to it, but you don't have strength. So the ministry is going to die even before you give birth to it. So many people don't even give birth to what God has called them to do. Yeah. So many people don't give birth to it. One day, another guy, a guy, he also had a vision. And in this vision, he was pregnant. He was so confused. He said, hey, how am I going to give birth? I said, guy. So he told me, I said, no, it's not a natural. It is a ministry. And you see, in the ladies' one, I saw there were things like uh, empty milk things. And I understood, as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word of God, the word of God was lacking. It, she did not have the strength. And I told her what ministry it is and all that. Whatever God has called you to become, without strength, you cannot. You need strength. Hallelujah. I see you having strength. In the name of Jesus. I said, in the name of Jesus, may you be able to run your race. Number four, strengthen yourself so that you can withstand in an evil day. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Hallelujah. Are you there? Everybody reacts differently in the day of crisis. In the day, you know, the day that they arrested Jesus, Judas came with the people to arrest Jesus. Jesus did not pray. He did not pray. He, was, he had finished his prayer. Yeah. If you are not strong, some people, they lose even a family member, and they go crazy. Some people go through things, and they never recover. Some people, they even fill an exams, and it's enough to let them be confused and depressed for the rest of their life. Your strength determines how you function in life when an evil day comes. Hallelujah. And whether you like it or not, there is an evil day coming. 
there is a day, there is a day that it's an evil day coming. And Bible says that you need to strengthen yourself so that you'll be able to stand against that evil day. Amen. Solomon spoke about it in Ecclesiastes chapter 12. He said, remember your creator in the days of your youth while the evil day has not come. A Christian sister, strengthen yourself. Know your Bible. Have prayer investment. Because an evil day will come. Some of us, the evil day will be your pregnancy. Some people, when they get pregnant, they begin to see blue, green, everything they see some. some I'm telling you, some people, the evil day will be the day of employment. Some people, the evil day is when you have a baby. I'm telling you, some of them, it is when you have a husband. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse number 1. Please. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw now, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. A day will come. Jesus also spoke about every day. He said, I must work whilst it is day. For the night cometh where no man can work. The evil day came unto Jesus when he was arrested. He couldn't go anywhere to preach. There's a time that you cannot do what you want to do. A time is coming, I'm telling you. As you are, you are so strong, you, you run on the staircase. Then you come down. A time is coming that when you are about to go on the staircase, you wouldn't know which leg you should use. <laughs> Whether this one, this one will do. Some, you can't believe it. Bible said, day comes that the grasshopper becomes a burden. You know a grasshopper, he lands on your shoulder and the weight of it is making you go down. But if you are not strong, if you don't prepare... When the evil day come, what are you going to do? When the day come, when the day come, that you cannot run. When you have grown gray hair and you, are, you have a stick to support your legs and your hands are shaking and you need uh, glasses to, now that you can see, you are not reading your Bible. A day will come that when you take the book, you bring it here. You take it, hey, hey, what is happening? Because now when you see your grandmother trying to thread a needle, you begin to laugh at, at her. You think that she is uh, joking. She, she holds the destiny, then Sue is gone. Sue, you can see the hope as, ah, what are you doing? You take it and you just thread it. You just thread it. A day will come, you will have the ability to read, but would the side be there? The day will come, you see that the strength is not there. That's why you need to strengthen yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. A day will come, you notice that the strength that you have accumulated, the prayer, your word, your, 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 your life as a Christian is what will answer for you. If you are not strong in the, in the evil day, you notice that now. Hallelujah. And those of you who have not learned how to pray. So when I call my shepherd, it's okay. The day 
you have a bad dream. And your shepherd also has had two bad dreams. You will see that even when you call, he is not going to pick your call. Are you here? So sometimes when you come to church and we are teaching how to pray, and they say, oh, no, don't worry. Me, if my shepherd prays for me, I will be okay. Yeah, it is true. But you need to learn how to pray. You need to learn how to pray because an evil day will come. One day, one of my friends said he was in his room. I had more than 30 missed calls at midnight. And I did not respond. I did, I did not even see it. So in the morning, he was very angry. He said, these are the things that you guys do. When we need your help, you are not where to. I said, I did not even hear. He said he was in his room and there was a black imp. Something manifested. And was struggling with him. He was taking him on his bed. He was struggling. He did not know what to do. He struggled, struggled, struggled. The, 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 the thing left. So he was calling for prayer support. He called and called and called. <laughs> he, he called more than 30. You know when you wake up, you see 30 missed calls. You notice that there's something wrong. And this same person, another time, he said, hey, I, he was having a dream that there was a snake trying to enter him. So he held the snake like that. He was pulling. When he woke up, he was standing like this. <laughs> he was standing like this. Say, hey, it's not a dream. Where is the snake? So he called. He said, hey, hey, I was having a dream, but it looks like it is real. He could feel that there was a snake entering him, a guy. So he said he held the snake, was pulling. The snake, and when he got up, he was, he was standing like this. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> An evil day. What are you going to do? So he called, he said, what should you do? I said, take a communion. Just get the blood and the body. Take something. He said, so where is the snake? Is it in me? I said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where the snake is. I wasn't there. Wherever it is. Take communion. Hallelujah. One guy also told me, say, Pastor, I'm drinking because something comes to fight with me. I said, what? Then he removed a shirt. I could see the print of teeth all over his body. I said, Pastor, I drink, but when the creature comes and bites me, all the alcohol goes away. All the alcohol goes away. And at the time, he, he called me to come and pray for, for him. And I said, hey. As a young Christian, I took him to the church. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy at all. Sometimes the team will say, hey, I'm not going. Hey, I'm not going. I said, hey, where do you, this creature, where are you bringing this creature from? And at that point, I was afraid. Because when a creature begins to call your name and he mentions people around you, I know you, where you stay. Hey! You don't know whether you shouldn't have come or you have already made a mistake. That is when you notice that you need to be strong. Hallelujah. 
there is an evil day. I said there is an evil day. In crisis, things happen. Things, many people, look, they become depressed and even go mad because of something that, because they were not strong. They are so emotional. Something happens and they cannot recover and their life gets spoiled. It will not happen to you in the name of Jesus. That is how you need to strengthen yourself. I said that is how you need to strengthen yourself. Don't allow anything to come and ruin your life. Small things. Many things. Look, in this life, 99% of what is going to happen, you don't have control. But that 1% response will determine what becomes of you. Are you here? People will insult you. People will betray you. People will abuse you. People will neglect you, will reject you. But sometimes, one reject is enough to make you bitter for the rest of your life. Yeah. If you are not strong, you go through things and you don't recover. But I pray that you strengthen yourself. Amen. Let the word of God abide in you. Amen. Yeah, strengthen yourself because you don't know. You don't know. You don't know what is about to happen. Hallelujah. Are you there? Number five, strengthen yourself so that you can help other people. That is why you notice that even mothers who love their children, when their children is going through things, they want to call people who are strong. Why do you think that a mother who loves his children more than you will call a pastor? Pastor, I'm going through something. My son, can you pray for my son? My daughter, can you? Because when an evil day, you need people who are strong. When you are running to hide, don't you run and go and hide behind your mother who seems to be stronger than your friend who is coming to beat you. When we were young, don't you always boast with your father. My father will beat your father. You wait. When my father comes, you see, he will sort you out. Hey, my father is very strong. Even my father can catch a plane. You know, when, <laughs> when you hear children bragging about you, <laughs> that you can catch a plane, you can even, hey, me, my father, he is strong. Hey, you can even leave this car. You don't know my, and you yourself, you notice that. <laughs> These children are bragging in you. What they are saying, you cannot do one thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, very sad to see, to see a home that children need help, but, but the parents or the grown-ups over there, they are more helpless than the children. They are more helpless than the children. Yeah, and that is, many of us over here, you have family members who are alcoholics, who are suicidal, who are into fornication, who are different in diseases, sickness are, is killing them. Why don't you strengthen yourself to help all these people? Who told you you cannot help? You can help if you are strong. Hallelujah. Amen. So strengthen yourself so that you can help others. Romans chapter 15 verse number 1. The Bible says, We, then that are strong, ought to bear the infirmity of the weak. And not to please ourselves. Hallelujah. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmity of the weak. There are weak people over here. Amen. It is not only financial strength. 
you need spiritual strength. That is why when some people are not well, they don't call you. They don't see you to be a strong person. Who has called you to pray for him or her? What they are telling you that you are weak as me. As a shepherd, when your member comes and says that, hey, I had a bad dream, then say I also had a bad dream here. <laughs> then you and the person you are crying your own cry. Your member comes and says that I have not eaten for two days. Say, hey, you just two days means three days. <laughs> we who are strong must bear the infirmity. They are weak people. There are people who are weak and must depend on us. Hallelujah. That is why when you are home, a father and mother, you don't even need to do anything. Your children are very happy because you are there. Because they know that there is somebody who is strong there. Can you imagine when you are no home, the children, sometimes you are there, but you are not doing anything. You don't come out. They don't see you. But just the, the, the presence, the idea that you are there gives them a certain comfort. Fear goes away. Hallelujah. When you are strong, people become happy. When you are strong, people, people are sorted out. They are confident to continue. But when you are not there, you notice that they become to begin to feel jittery. Hallelujah. Another reason why you need to be strong is so that you help those who are weak. We have weak people. We have people who cannot, who cannot pray. Can I tell you something? Tell us. When Lazarus died, you know, sometimes, pastors, let's strengthen ourselves to help the weak. There are conditions that when people are going through, they don't need to fast. When your member comes and is confused, is depressed, suicidal, that is not the time for you to say that you should go and fast. No. When you are strong, you will stand in, okay, and defend and deliver your member from whatever is when Lazarus died, that guy was dead. Jesus did not ask the dead person to fast. Hello? Your member has come to you. If he knew what to do, do you think that he would come to you? He is weak. He doesn't know. He's confused. If you ask him to go and fast, he's going to even complicate the situation. That is the time that you need to show strength. That is the time that you pray and deliver the person. But sometimes, because you're also not strong, you say that, uh, let's fast for, for, for 14 days. Yes. I'm telling you, that is not the time to. Jesus told the people, said, whoever put him there, remove the stone. 75% of what Jesus did, did, Lazarus did not do anything. He just called Lazarus comfort. That is strange. Hallelujah. When you are, strength, you, are, you are strong, you defend and you help others. The weak. Hallelujah. Yeah? The woman with the issue of blood. There are so many things that people who are weak cannot help themselves. They cannot do for themselves. That's why you need to be strong so that you can help the weak. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? That is why when you sit in a plane, you may have a a little son or a daughter, they will always tell you that in case of emergency, you, the mother or the father, you should put on your oxygen mask first before you help the little. 
How many? Yeah. Have you been there that somebody was drowning and another person trying to go and save the person and the person grabbed them and they all drowned? Yeah. It's, it's, when somebody is, is about the, the weak, they become vulnerable. Even if it's a leaf, they will want to grab them. Yeah. So the first thing, you'll be strong in order to be able to help others. I see you becoming strong. Amen. I say, I see you becoming strong. Amen. Without strength, you cannot bear the infirmity of the weak. There are a lot of weak people. They don't even understand what they do. They, are, they have been overpowered against their will. There are things that does not... You know, I can tell you, there are things in our lives, in the lives of people, our members, that you cannot turn, them, turn to. Open here, the Bible says, no, no, no. There are things that it needs the direct confrontation of the power of God. Hallelujah. But you need to be strong to be able to say that in the name of Jesus, be free now. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are not strong, you see that there will be sick people. People will come to church, but they are still confused. They are still sick. All their conditions are remaining. That shall not be your story. In the name of Jesus. The last but not the least. Strengthen yourself because it is wise. It is a wise thing to be strong. Proverbs chapter 24, verse number 5. As we close. Proverbs chapter 24, verse number 5. What does the Bible say? A wise man is strong. Yea, a man of knowledge increases. A wise man is what? Strong. And a man of knowledge increases strength. Amen. So it is not wisdom to remain weak. It is wisdom to be strong. A wise man is strong. A wise woman is strong. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. You see, when you are strong, there are things that will even never happen to you. There are so many battles you will never... People choose who to fight. People don't fight people who are strong. When you become strong, you see that you will live a peaceful life. But if you are weak, oh, even the small witch in your, in your village will try to exercise his power against you. To see whether his power can. Yeah, you'll be there now before you notice your leg is swelling. A small witch is trying to see whether he is powerful. Yeah. Somebody sees him and so he sees a Christian. Let me bounce my power against him and see whether I can do something. There are people who are trying to. But when you are strong, nobody chooses to fight a strong person. Hallelujah. Yeah. Just like you. When you see somebody who is strong, he wants to fight you, make peace. You know, I saw, I saw a, a video of a guy who says he's done either Shutikan or Taekwondo or Karate something with a black belt. And there was this imposing tech guy who was holding him. Then he says, I want to show you how to defend yourself when you come against people like that. Then he stood. He said, you see, when you come against people who are this way, you stand forward like that. Then you put your hand on his shoulder and you beg. You <laughs> beg the person. <laughs> I thought that he was coming to say, he said, and when then you beg the person, you 
beg the person so that he doesn't hurt you. Beg the person for him to leave you. You don't fight people like that, okay? With his black belt. He said, when you see people who are strong, you beg them to leave you alone. You don't fight such people. May you be that strong guy. May the enemy never choose to fight you. Hallelujah. But when the enemy picks it up that you are the weakling, you are, oh, even cases that, you know, when they go and go and they see, they cannot have anybody to harass. Say, ah, we guys, let's just go and finish him. But may you be so strong. I say, may you be so strong. That is why the demons, they said, Jesus, we know. Paul, we know. You, who are you? Jesus is strong. Paul is strong. We don't want to go near. They will bind us. They will cast us by you. What do you have? Let us destroy them. And one demon was able to beat seven uh, strong guys, wound them, and remove all their... Uh, uh, yeah, he, he made them naked and hurt them and they ran away. People's fathers were running because they were not strong. One demon beat all of them. Hallelujah. May demons take leave of you. In the mighty name of Jesus. When demons are assigned to you, they will, they will say, that, no, I don't want to go here. May demons prefer to be somewhere else. Because you are strong. Because you bind them. Because you cast them out. Because you would declare that they should never be. You see, you need to be able to stay where you are and declare that 50 meters or 100 meters radius or one kilometer diameter you declare as no fly zone, no operation of witches. Witches cannot operate. Hallelujah. Yeah, when you are strong, wherever you go and stay, but when you are not strong, you see that you are rather running away from a sangoma. Let the sangomans take leave of you in the name of Jesus. Witches will resign, will leave. Yeah. But if you are strong, if you notice that they, they, they don't want to, they don't want to be where you are. Hallelujah. Be a strong Christian. I say be a strong Christian. Hallelujah. Are you here? When you are a strong Christian, it is wise. People wouldn't even fight you. One guy told me, his name is Livingston. Take tall guy. I say he was in a taxi and he saw in Kailisha. He saw a scholies standing by. So when he was getting down, the people were trying to be ready to attack him. But when he got down and they saw the height, he made a fist. The guy looked at him and said, no, 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 this guy is not a good target. You will let us die prematurely. Let us. So he said, the guys, they, they noticed that it's not a right target. When the demons see the strength, they said, no, 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 we have come to the wrong place. We've come to the wrong house. We cannot touch. May your family members not be touched. Amen. You know, when you are strong, even demons will have respect for you. Yeah, they will leave your family members alone. You say, you know, this guy, even when we have not touched him, he's always binding us. If we go and touch any family member, it will not be easy for us. Let's just leave them alone. Let them leave them alone your struggle will be over in the name of Jesus. Every fight and every battle, you will take it to the doors of the enemy. May you be strong. 
and may you defeat your enemy. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I see you becoming strengthened and I see your newfound strength in the Lord making you overcome every difficulty. Oh yes, oh yes. Ancient curses in your family will be broken away. Your, your family, nobody get married properly. You will be the one to get married properly. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You will be the first person to have a proper wedding. They will pay lobola for you. You will not be a single mother. In the name of Jesus. You joke with it. Joke with it. Sometimes somebody who even says he loves you, after he's loved you, giving birth with you, notice that I want to leave the lady. Do you think that the person is doing it on his own accord? But when you are strong, you bind all side demons, that comes to confuse. Somebody has been in a relationship with you more than 10 years. He's not saying anything to you. He's eating your food. Hey! You have cooked pap, you have cooked rice, you have done everything for the person. So you are not married to the person. The day you'll be strong, you will scare and scatter all the demons who are confusing the people who are around you. Hallelujah. I see you becoming so strong that demons will take leave of you. You know, when you are strong, when you enter your room, little demons under your bed, demons causing, all of them will take leave. The Bible says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness comprehended not. When you become strong, when you come, even your presence, there is no, there is no fly demon who in his right sense want to land on a hot plate, on a gas stove that is hot and demons are flies. The reason why you are confused, the reason you are depressed, the reason you are stressed, you are not hot enough. The the, the presence, from the day I got born again, I've never been sick before. When I'm sick, it means I've not eaten. When I eat, no. Ah, uh, May you be strong. And a Christian brother, a Christian, you are always saying, hey, I'm stressed. Hey, I'm depressed. No, 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 no. That shall not be your story. Amen. I said that shall not be your story. Amen. Depression is not a mood. It's not a feeling. They are, the Bible calls it the spirit of heaviness. It says it will give you the garment of praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Every day you have squeezed your face. Even people who want to propose to you don't know how to go about it. You are so touchy. Even people need to learn how to talk to you. Hey. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Don't go about and say, hey, I'm so depressed. That, no, no. Depression will never be your portion. Amen. Once you are here, if you are here, you have mild depression, uh, I will pray for you right now. You are not going with it. Amen. Say, I'm so stressed, my back. Every one of it will go now. Amen. By the power of the resurrection Jesus, Amen. I declare your freedom. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you here? Don't allow little demons, witches, and wizards to worry your life. Jesus, I give you power against all the powers of the enemy. And nothing shall by enemies hurt you. The permanent feature of a good Christian is joy. 
may you have joy. Hallelujah. Amen. Joy will be your permanent. Yeah, they will say, oh, that guy who is always smiling, that lady who is always smiling, you are baptized in the Holy Ghost, not in lemon juice. The way you are always squeezing your face. Are you here? Yeah. The kingdom of God is not in what? Meat, but it's in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I speak righteousness. I speak joy. Hallelujah. May you have joy. You have joy in the morning, joy in the evening, joy in the night, in the name of Jesus. It's not in food and drink. It's not in meat and drink. No. It's in righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. I, you, you may not have money, but you will see that, that your, even your walking will change. Hallelujah. 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 You will be strong. You will not allow little demons to worry you. And you are there, you are worried. Hey, what shall I eat next week? What is going to... Hey. When you are strong, you know that you know that it is well with you. You know that you are the head and not the tail. You know that he has not called you into disgrace. He's called you into glory, into virtue. Hallelujah. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. I see you strengthened. I see you overcoming. I see you prevailing in the name of Jesus. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Whatever condition, whatever sickness. Oh, yes. Listen to me. Stand to your feet as we close. Listen to this. Listen to this. I just want you to see. I just want you to see something. If you have any form of rashes, any form of pain, any form of condition, sickness, place your hand there. Your own hand is going to bring. Look at the power. When you are strong, this is what happens. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for instant touch. Let every form of darkness, every form of condition, that is not of you. The presence of the enemy amongst us is rebuilt now. In the name of Jesus, I address skin diseases. I address cancers, abnormal growth, pains, arthritis, eye infection, stomach ache, every condition, that your sons and daughters will begin to understand what the strength, what the strength of the Lord will do for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, I rebuke every power that is not of you. I address kidneys, lungs, hearts, and every condition that is not of you. I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. See, hear perfectly. Backache, I rebuke you. Skin conditions, I curse you. You cannot remain. By the strength and the power of the Holy Ghost, I declare the freedom and the liberty of all that are under my voice. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Close your eyes with me wherever you are. As you close, you want to say, Pastor, 
pray with me and pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want the strength of God. I want to be strong in the Lord and in his power. I wouldn't want to be weak any longer. I want to follow Jesus. I want to be born again. If this is what you are saying, slip only your right hand high above your head and I'll pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Stand where you are, your eyes closed. Close your eyes with me, only your right hand. Slip it high above your head and we'll pray together. Yes, want to pray. Want to pray together. This is the most important aspect of the meeting. Lift only your right hand and let's pray. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to be born again. Perhaps you don't even understand what it means to be born again. But all you want to say is that I don't want to go to hell. I would like to be in heaven when this life is over. Will you pray with me? Will you pray for me? Yes. Keep it lifted. Lift it high. Lift it high above your head and I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Okay, if you've lifted your hand, keep it lifted. Father, behold every hand that is lifted. Jesus said, those who will deny me on earth, in that day, I will also deny them. But those who acknowledge me before men, on that day, I will also acknowledge them before my Father and before my angels. Lord, behold every hand that is lifted. Anyone who is taking this decision, I pray for uh, the person. Let the grace of God that brings salvation appear unto us. Save us from our sins. Deliver us from our confusion. Heal our bodies. And Lord, let your strength be perfected in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you've lifted your right hand, you've lifted your hand, move and come to me. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Come. You lifted your hand. Come. From the back, everywhere. You lifted your hand. Come. I want to pray with you. God bless you. Come from the back. Come everywhere. God bless you. 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 Come. Come. My brother, come. From the back. Everywhere. Come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I'm waiting for you. Come closer. Come. God bless you. God bless you. for a person. The power of God will touch. You go home and see what the Lord has done for your mom. Who are you? Whoever you are, the Lord is touching your mom. You came to this church this afternoon. You are here. But your mom is sick. Could not even move. She can't move. She can't move. Very weak. But the Lord is touching. Strength is going. He's, he's showing you how his power works, how his strength can deliver. Give him your life.
let your power, let your glory touch and heal and perfect in the name of Jesus. Please, those of us in front here, lift your two hands and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. From now, I believe in you. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I receive you into my heart as the Savior, the Lord, and the Master over my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Thank you, Father, for sending your Son to die in my place. Please write my name in your book of life. From today, I am yours. I belong to you. I will follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Father, I thank you for the life of your dear ones. I pray with them and I pray for them. Let your power rest on them. Give them the opportunity to know you, to love you, to walk with you until the very end. Lord, help them that when all is said and done, we shall all see each other in heaven. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.